0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Santacola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. Today, our topic is the energy of manifestation. We're continuing our series with Dr. Jeanette Freeman, and today we are putting our attention on manifestation. Everyone talks about the law of attraction and loves the idea of manifestation, but precious few understand how to consciously create it for themselves. We're going to talk about the place love and joy have in manifestation and how such things as judgment and criticism get in the way we're going to learn how to make daily decisions to retrain the mind to be in alignment with positive energy Reverend Jeanette has been with us before but let me remind you a little bit about her she is an ordained minister and is currently the spiritual director of the Soul Center Orange County in Newport Beach California She is the author of a new book, The Second Envelope, as well as Why Did This Happen to Me Again, and co-author with Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Terry Cole Whitaker of Wake Up and Live the Life You Love in Spirit. She holds a doctorate of divinity degree from the Emerson Theological Institute. She previously served as the founding spiritual director of the Oneness Center and for seven years as the founding senior minister of the Church for Today in Fresno, California. She also served for five years as the president of the affiliated New Thought Network, a national association for New Thought Ministries. Welcome back, Reverend Jeanette.
2: Thank you, Linda. How great it is to be back with you in
1: these kind of empowering conversations. Thank you so much. So, everyone loves to hear about manifestation, don't they? they do, for sure. Yeah, and you know when that that, um, book, The Secret, came out and everybody jumped on that bandwagon, and we all like to think about good things coming to us, but I think that whole idea of law of attraction has to be one of the most misunderstood things. Right. You know, so I'm hoping we can clear up some of, of those misunderstandings today. And so as we talk about the energy of manifestation, what does that mean? Well, first of all, let me just say that manifestation is happening
2: all the time. Everything that's happening in our life has been manifested, and we're experiencing it. So when we look at the idea of manifesting consciously, everybody's interested in manifesting what they want Mm -hmm. (laughs) to have Mm experienced in their life, right? And so... And if they want it, they have an assumption, we have an assumption that it's going to bring us more happiness, usually, or more joy or uh, more peace. And so it may look like money and it may look like a relationship and it may look like different things that we want in our life that we think will bring us those experiences. And so it's like when you talk about the energy of manifestation we have to look first of all about energy. Exactly. Why energy attracts mm-hmm. like unto it, you know, and mm-hmm. and we we see that, you know, in nature so much and we see we see that you know like attracts like and that sort of thing. And so when we boil this whole conversation down, we have to look at that idea of energy. And if I think I'm going to be in the experience of happiness and joy by demonstrating such and such, it's really impossible to demonstrate that, which brings happiness and joy, when we com- are coming from a place of resentment, anger, fear, and the energy that is not like it.
1: Right. And and that's so hard, I think, for oftentimes for people to grasp because they may be sitting in this place of fear or insecurity or anxiety or whatever it may be, and just sometimes don't know how to get over to the the energy of happiness as they're attempting to co-create. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And
2: that's and that's why there are so many. Great tools, like, you know, you've done tapping and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, I mean, I come from the place that I think all answers and everything is basically spiritual. Mm -hmm. I feel like when we align with our spirit, however it is that we do that, We do come into greater peace. It's like the principles that are taught through spirituality are usually forgiveness, healing, letting go of resentments, coming back into God as we understand God, coming back into our soul. That is the place where we will find the most happiness no matter what. And so when we come back into alignment with that presence that we truly are, our higher self, our divine self, that is the powerful alignment, that I believe that when we seek that spiritual alignment first, the other things work out, mm-hmm. you know, and energetically, it all makes sense, because when we, you know, all the different scriptures, they seek God first, and all right. else is added. In this science, I think it's the same thing. Seek mm-hmm. the energy of love and joy and peace. Seek the energy of your own higher self, which is love, joy, and peace. Seek the energy mm-hmm. of clarity, clarity. Clearing, healing the past, healing, forgiving old relationships, letting go, letting go, letting go, clearing, clearing. And that automatically brings us into that holy vibration, which is love and people. We can be the one that demonstrates in our outer life that which uh, resonates with our inner life.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, if you, as you guide people through this, where would you tell them to start? Like, what's the first step they should take? <clears throat>
2: everyone has to start exactly where they are in that moment, right? Like, wherever we are in the moment, and there's not any of us that don't go through, you know, difficult times of of stress and pain and that sort of thing. And it's like, if that's where you are, that's where you start. And, like, clearing, healing, forgiving, you know, getting a support. I think we need help when we're kind of in that. But -hmm. it's like, how can I reach to a higher level? So how can I... You know, get up this morning and listen to something positive. How can I raise my attention or raise my awareness today about to get in a higher vibration? Maybe that means going for a walk. Maybe that means calling a loved one, calling somebody supportive, reading something positive, doing whatever it is that we can do in that moment to lift our awareness. You know, just just for a moment, anybody that's listening right this moment can start to ponder what they're grateful for and mm-hmm. start looking at all the great things that are happening right now in their life, and that will instantaneously lift the vibration. You right. can go from sitting in a, in a position where you're kind of slouched over to sitting up straight and taking a few deep breaths, and that begins to lift your vibration, And change your energy Mm -hmm. You know So many things That we can do That lift us Into a higher vibration Higher energy And it makes it So much easier To align With that which we want To experience in our life
1: Right I, I know that that I have for myself, for instance, I have a, a series of things that are its sort of my go-to list of what I need to do to prepare myself for the day and mm-hmm. to prepare myself to get into a higher vibration because that's where I want to be. I don't want right. to be in the lower vibration. It doesn't feel good. And and right. so I know, like, I like to start my day, even sometimes if I'm lazy, I, I know that it works for me to start my day with meditation. Right. Um, I know that it works for me to start my day with some kind of of positive uh, view of maybe it's a a positive quote or a scripture or something that gives me a moment of reflection and may take me to that state uh, of gratitude as well. I think I was reading I think it was um George Platt in, in one of his books had has an exercise where he has people uh do a gratitude list and so they start by writing down, like today you would write down maybe twelve things that you're grateful for. And mm-hmm. and then you review those every day and every day you add something to it. And, and not repeating it, but, and so tomorrow you would have your list of 13 and then 14. And so imagine your list at the end of a year and how powerful mm-hmm. that would be, mm-hmm. you know, and it does take you to uh, a completely different vibrational space.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And all, at the same time, we're also training the brain to look for the good. Right, You know, the brain learns over and over what's important information for it to have. So if we're looking constantly for what to be grateful for, it's getting the message that this is very important and I'm going to keep looking for it. If we're only looking for negatives, the brain gets the message. Okay, I'm repetitive. That's what I do. She must really need this information. So I'm going to keep giving her all the things that aren't working because this is Mm -hmm. valuable to her. Or him, right?
1: Right, right. And, yeah. I, and I think, you know, the brain automatically looks for threats. You know, I mean, yeah. it's a safety mm-hmm. issue. So, mm-hmm. you know, as we're driving, we're looking for a, a potential threat. Is everybody staying in their lanes, you know, and are we stopping when we're supposed to stop and go when we're supposed to go? And so we need to have a... a a way to habitually stop that and say, okay, I'm safe here. And I think that gratitude list does also contribute to a sense of feeling safe. Right. And, and it's really hard to get into a higher vibration, at least in, in my experience, if you don't feel safe. Absolutely, right. Yeah. So Beautiful. I think that uh, kind of all these things can work synergistically but I, I also think, as I said, that, y- you know, you need sort of a go-to list of, okay, what can I do? Because especially when you're stressed out, you're not going to be thinking of it that way. Right. I, you know, I'm, I'm famous for saying stress makes you stupid. <laughs> and, um, and indeed it does. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. it was like know,
2: last, last night's class, we're saying, I'm like, this is what Dr. Linda says, stress makes you stupid. You know, yes, and we true. were trying to see. well, fear makes you stupid and all these other things it's like that makes you stupid. You act in a way that's just like defensive instead of. Yes.
1: And, and you can't yeah. access your joy. You can't access your creativity or any of the really high vibration, positive things you want. If you're if you're stressed out and stupid.
2: Yeah, You, know. you won't see them. They so, could be right in front of your face. But you exactly. Won't see them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It um you know you you miss it entirely and you're not able to create the very thing you want to create. And also it just feels bad. It just feels bad. Right. So um I know we have a, a commercial break coming up and we're going to go into that break with we're going to give you a little bit of strength, courage and wisdom from mm-hmm. India hari and love that so book. We'll, uh, we'll be right back with Reverend Jeanette talking about the energy of manifestation.
3: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Are you happy with your financial life, or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible?
3: is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day. Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Voice America
0: Tuned in to be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back everybody we are talking today with my guest Reverend Jeanette Freeman from the Soul Center in Orange County California in Newport Beach and we are talking about the energy of manifestation and um Reverend Jeanette I think that you know you brought up something important too about uh the power of repetition and what's going into our subconscious mind you want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it reminded me when you're talking
2: about you know gratitude list and really having something that you can call on, uh, and I think it's really important to have a few things that you know so clearly that can go over and over and over. And somebody mm-hmm. might say you know an affirmation or a statement or something that you've said so many times that it just takes it. You've got it at easy access.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: My um, my first book why did this happen to me again? My whole point in the whole book is the power of repetition. And the brain and the subconscious, let me say, this is way bigger than the conscious mind. It's like the iceberg, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you see a little bit of the iceberg, that's the top, that's the conscious mind. But underneath, underneath that huge, you know, iceberg is massive and that's the subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is always creating. And so it's, it carries a vibration of our past, our belief systems, and this kind of thing. And the subconscious shifts and changes by what goes into it, and that's through our conscious mind and what we look at, what we say, and what and what we're exposed to. So if we've got a lot of negative programming that's just automatic, it's running automatically then we need to have some things and we need to do it more than one time, I always say. We have to do it Mm -hmm. a lot. We have to Mm -hmm. expose ourselves to new ideas, new frequencies, new people, new community, new vibration every day and not just once a day, but a lot. We have to align with a new idea, align with positivity, align with spirituality, align with new friends, align with these ideas so that we can experience it and what I have seen in so many years of doing this work is that most people don't stick with it. You know, they don't realize that it takes more than just, you know, a couple of affirmations. It, it takes a, a commitment and a, a, to a lifestyle change, a lifestyle mm-hmm. change that's, you know, anchored in your own spirituality, that's anchored in positivity, that's anchored in service, anchored in giving, anchored in in making the world a better place. It's like aligning ourselves with a higher life, and that mm-hmm. happens again and again and again when we make those kind of decisions in our lives. So the power of repetition is powerful. I mean, that's why I've worked with, you know, sleep learning, tape affirmations that you plug in, you hear it over and over, you learn to talk differently, you know, to mm-hmm. yourself, the self-talk that you're doing. You know, it's like whenever something comes up, for me, it's like I remember, you know, God is my source in all ways and all things. Everything I need is always provided for me. I live in mm-hmm. harmony with divine good. I live on heaven and on earth. I'm surrounded by beauty and good. Everywhere I look, it's beautiful and good. I love that I live in a beautiful location. I love that I'm surrounded in beauty and abundance. And, you know, it's like, I love this. It just this pops right, right out. Right <laughs> yeah. It just comes right out. It's like, I yeah. love this. You know, everywhere I look, I see God's blessings everywhere. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. to say it's. So many times that pretty soon, like, I'll just be sitting at the stop sign and all of a sudden, you know, I see a pretty tree or something and it just starts going on and on and on.
4: Mm -hmm. And that's
2: because in the beginning, you know, when I first got into this teaching, I was single mom. I had three kids. I was completely broke. I was struggling. I wanted to make my life better. And when I found a teaching that really supported this and talked about the subconscious and talked about a deeper understanding, then you know it's like I had to turn my ship in a new direction, so it wasn't easy to turn the ship in a new direction, so I had to oh, never consciously, is. like yeah, i like I'm making my own tapes you know of affirmations and I'm listening to positive music, and I'm going to services in church, I'm going to classes. I'm reading, and I'm believing that life is good. I'm believing that life is, can be better for me. And every day there had to be practices in order to shift, shift, and continually come into alignment. And right. um, you know, so so it's it doesn't happen overnight, and that's why I you know it's like I, the secret was great. It's like so gets people excited, and here there's possibilities. But then there's a lot more to the science of it. Yeah, and
1: a, it's a lot deeper. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, what you're talking about in some ways is sort of the, the term that came to my mind was almost like we have to reparent ourselves because some of the things yes. you're talking about like repetition. But if you think about how we rear children and one of the things when I'm working with parents, I, of course, want them to be consistent, but I want them to learn to tell the child what you want them to do Not Mm -hmm. what you don't want them to do because when, you know, we look oftentimes with little ones, somebody's always telling them, stop it, don't do this, quit that, on and on and on instead of saying, here's what I want you to do. And, And that's what we need to do with ourselves. Here's where I want to go. Here's what I want for my brain to be thinking And just have it, as you say, available so it's repeated on a reliable and a consistent basis. Because I know, again, for myself, if I don't have that go-to plan, and if I don't do something every day, if I miss a couple of days, it's like I never did it. It's like, what? Right. Huh? You know, Mm -hmm. it's gone in Mm -hmm. my head. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that... I know that just doesn't work for me. And so, you know, we all have to figure out what works for us. But repetition, consistency, and and, um, clarity, I think, is what really brings us into where we want to go, into the alignment.
2: Right, Um, exactly. Yeah, as we go, you know, later in this call, I'd like to talk about that idea of clarity, of actually, you know, starting to choose You know, what it is that we'd like to experience, and that takes some self-discovery, you know? Mm -hmm. And part of the process, I think, really is gaining clarity, because as I gain clarity, I I can move in the direction that I know. It's like without a vision and without clarity about where I want to go, we just go around in a circle. Right. That's really an important part, you know? It's like yes, this is being the vibration is going to help us be in alignment with that. But it's like, how do we get greater clarity? Mm-hmm. And in my experience, getting clarity is something that takes place over time.
1: Right, Let's it's say, a No, process. not that. Yes,
2: yeah. this. Not that. Mm-hmm. Yes, this. Mm-hmm. You know, like Abraham to talk about contrast. You know, mm-hmm. we learn. Oh, this isn't exactly what I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else must I know? <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And what? How do I fine tune these things? I think. Yeah. You know. And what's getting in the
2: way too? Clearing, clearing, clearing. What's in the way of me experiencing right. that which I that that which I want? You know.
1: Right, right. And so maybe um, we can we can talk about clarity as well as an intention. You know, yeah. Because uh-huh. it, it's hard to set an intention if you're not clear on something. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and and it, it's it's clarity is not you know um, saying okay I just want to be happy that's not clear you right know, that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I think there there's a scripture that which says write the vision and make it plain mm-hmm. and right. and I think that that sitting down with a piece of paper and a pencil and writing it out is also extremely valuable. I mean the the process of writing it makes mm-hmm. you get clear you know and Absolutely. A lot of, you know a lot of times people sort of resist oh i don't i can just think about it no that's not quite yeah. enough
2: yeah i mean it, it's the first step in f- taking something from the invisible to the visible Mm -hmm. You know, it takes it out of your head and brings it into form in some way. And it helps us to clarify it, to write a vision, to write it down, to write some details about it. It clarifies it so much more than, um, than just thinking about it for sure.
1: Right, right. So we, you know, it's like there is a process to this. And I think sometimes people just saw it more like a, you know, a magic wand or a genie in the bottle kind of thing. And no, it's work. It really is work. You have to put attention and effort on a regular and daily basis to say, okay, what can I I do to move into the energy of manifestation, to move into higher energy? Exactly, yeah yeah so.
2: exactly and and um what is it you know what is it that I want? how is it that I want to live? what is it that I want to do to express myself in a way that's mostly authentically me, and how is it that i want how is it that I want to feel when I'm doing that, and what is the clearer we get, and it's okay if it takes a while the clearer we get at some point um we're able to get a picture of it. And I'd like to talk about some real specifics, too, that we can do to start to bring in these experiences in our life.
0: And okay. I think that's
2: what feels so empowering is when we're like, wow, I'm really consciously co-creating my life. I am mm-hmm. contributing to what's showing up. Wow, mm-hmm.
1: how exciting is this? Right. You know, And I, I think when you maybe the first time you see that, you think, oh, my goodness, it's working. I can do it. And that's Uh powerfully reinforcing as well. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. And that's the best time to continue to demonstrate is when you see it, you know. And even to see how the ways that maybe the things you've been focusing on that you didn't want to happen, you see those showing up too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I see how I attracted that. I see how Mm -hmm. I pulled that in. You know, that really is Mm -hmm. mirroring something in me. Okay, I'm going to readjust this. Right. Not for
1: me. Right, right. Exactly. That just, that's a good term. What's it mirroring in me? Mm-hmm. You know, and that always, it leads me to a bit, oopsie, you know, oopsie. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let oopsie. me refine that. <laughs> let me step back a little bit and, and refine that. Um, and also, I, I know, again, for myself, I can, I can feel when I'm going to a place that's going to interfere with manifestation, you know, when I'm going to a place like, maybe, um, maybe I seem to notice it more like on the road or if I'm driving. If I have unkind thought, that's not going to help me. You know that if for one thing it okay. doesn't feel good to have it. But if I think, oh, you know, that person shouldn't be driving the way they're driving, or what did they do that for, or whatever it may be, that negativity, which and it seems like a small thing, I know but that negativity takes me in the wrong direction. And so I I think that there's a process of learning how to be alert to those little patterns of negativity that, you know, can interrupt the positive flow or knock down the vibrational frequency a couple of notches. And... um, you know and and just take us away from a positive place at least i've observed that yeah so, absolutely um we're getting and awareness to, is power so awareness know, is power it. absolutely and uh, yeah. a little bit more strength courage and wisdom is coming our way <laughs> as we go to Alrighty. a commercial break we'll be right back
4: got to step out of faith. it's time to show my faith.
3: Tune in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you, like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom-or-bust cycle over and over again,
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about the energy of manifestation with Reverend Jeanette Freeman. Kind of going through some of the ins and outs of what that means, what gets in the way of it, and what supports it. And, um, Reverend Jeanette, I was just thinking about you know, one of the terms that frequently comes up in, in this kind of work is uh, uh, the term intention. And sometimes, you know, I might say to somebody, well, you know, what is your intention on whatever the issue may be? And they sort of look at me like, well, what do you mean? What is my intention? Do you mean my goal or, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of confusion around that. So um, can you speak to that for a moment? Well, in,
2: in the way I approach it is I think of intention in a more general state. Like, I have an intention to live in greater peace and harmony. I have an intention to align with my purpose as a spiritual leader. I have an intention to align with my commitment that I am in spiritual partnership. I have an intention to know that I am here to to teach and to lift and and to... Um, transform consciousness like mm-hmm. my when I think of intention I think of this broad intention of how I intend to live
4: mm-hmm.
2: and then you know there are goals and there are things that come in and but I don't feel like micromanaging the universe, I feel mm-hmm. like if I, my intention is to align with spirit and to align with my higher self and to align with what's appro- what's appearing in front of me, then I trust that and I know that through my intention to be at this higher level and to be radiating joy and peace, then I am attracting into my life that which naturally supports my mission. Which naturally mm-hmm. supports my higher intention. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really, you know, and that aligns with our values. It's like when we get very clear on our values and who we are and where we're going as a, as a guidepost to lead our life, then we can trust the universe to work out some of the details without having to know every darn little thing, you know? Like, right. I gotta manifest this, I gotta manifest this, I gotta manifest this. No, I am in intention and in alignment. So, for me, I'm an intention and in alignment with being a vehicle for transformation of consciousness, okay? So, I'm right. an intention for that. So, I trust that the universe is going to bring the perfect right thing. I also have an intention that I live in beautiful surroundings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like I just have an intention that's the only way I can do it. I live in beautiful environments, beautiful surroundings, and I am, you know, surrounded by loving vibrational, high
1: vibrational people. Okay? Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
2: So I get mm-hmm. to experience. So you that don't in really worry
1: about the specifics.
2: I I don't worry about a lot of specifics, mm-hmm. but it is helpful to have. It is helpful to have some specifics, especially when we start talking about visualization
4: mm-hmm.
2: and you know creating. So well, let me let me say something about that. Okay, so um, I totally believe in visualization. I believe that our human imagination. Is creating our life. I believe that what we see in our internal world is directly related to what shows up in our external world. I believe mm-hmm. that man's only problem is a poor lack of imagination and a poor use of his imagination. And so our imagination and what's playing in the inner realm of our imagination is showing up. So that's usually all automatic, conditioned response, condi- past conditioning, so, in order to start to demonstrate something different, we need to practice a new technique of visualization. So, one of the things that I, that I like to practice is if I were having the desired experience, what would I be seeing out of my eyes? Mm-hmm. So, for example, when I wanted to, when I first moved to Orange County, I wanted to have, I needed to have demonstrate a place to live. Mm-hmm. I needed to demonstrate create a place to live. And, uh, I mean, we just started this church. There was a lot of money coming in and it was like, I need a place to live and it's expensive here. So all I did was in my mind's eye, I just knew I had to have something beautiful. And so in my mind's eye, I was just looking, I was looking out of my mind's eye and I was seeing around me. For some reason, I just saw a view, like I'm up on top, and I'm looking out, and I'm seeing something beautiful, beautiful nature, that's all I did, mm-hmm. so I saw that, I closed my eyes, and again, it's very important, if I were in that desired result, what would be, I be seeing out of my own eyes, mm-hmm. so in other words, I'm not seeing Jeanette over there and standing yeah. in front of a beautiful house, I'm already in the house. Uh, Jeanette's
1: in it, it's not a picture of Jeanette doing it
2: exactly because that's not what you would be experiencing. you right. know you would be looking out of your own eyes in first person.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: so you know that's an that's an important uh difference. The other thing that's important is that is an associated image, not a disassociated image, so therefore you you when you're having an associated image, in other words, you're seeing you're experiencing it now. You have access to all the emotions that you would be experiencing. Were you doing it? If you're looking out at yourself in the out way out in front of you, doing this and imagining that there she is over there, walking on the beach, holding hands with her sweetheart. It, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of feeling about that. No, but because I'm it's not personal. Holding hands with mm-hmm. my sweetheart, walking on the beach. All of a sudden, I feel happy. You know, mm-hmm. I feel good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in visualizing, it's like really becoming in a relaxed state. I'm completely relaxed and I take time to get in a relaxed state, which makes my brain more in alignment with creativity. And then I see myself, I see as if it were already happening,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's beautiful. And then once you get like a picture then you have something that you can go to again and again and again that's right. easy for you to pull up. So it's in your consciousness, it's in your memory bank, you can pull it up again and again and again. And then it's like, how do I live from this state? How, if I were living in, in this beautiful place, how would that feel? Well, I feel great. Then, when I start worrying about I'm not going to have a place, I go, no, it's already done in mind. It's already being handled. I let the universe work out the details, not concerned. It's happening.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, uh, sometimes it's um, easier said than done. But I think one of the tools that you're mentioning for us is that whole imaginative process. It's not just like people talk about, well, how about a vision board? But that vision board is seeing something rather than being in the experience of something. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that's really what you're talking about is how do I create this so I can be in the experience just the way I want it to be. And I can exactly. feel it. I can see it. All the variables that I can, that I can work with, I can right. make for myself. Right. So yeah, that's it's, that's like a different process then.
2: It's a totally different process. I think vision boards are great because you can see something in your mind, and, and then when you're daydreaming, you you can actually pretend you're in it, and that's mm-hmm. where the power is.
1: You know, mm-hmm. that's where the power yeah, is. Pretending you're in it. Story. Yeah, that's that's I a, think a great what story you're talking about. that
2: um, Greg Braden was talking about about praying for rain, and he went with this tribal uh, shaman. And Arizona or New Mexico, they really needed rain, kind of like California right now, right?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And
2: so he asked Greg, he says, let's go up and, and pray rain. So they went up, and and um, he was surprised to watch how he prayed for rain. He didn't pray for rain. He walked around in a circle. Later on, he described, I was feeling my feet in the mud. Oh, wow. I walked in a circle, and I felt the mud between my toes. So I felt myself what it would feel like had it already rained. And that's the difference. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not praying for rain. I'm praying Mm -hmm. from this. I'm being in the state where Mm -hmm. rain has already occurred. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm being in the state where money has already shown up. I'm being in the state where love is already being experienced. I'm already in it.
1: Yeah, that's that's a much more powerful position, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. um, I think that you your um, phrase for that is feel it real? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Feel it real.
2: Oh, I've um, seen some powerful experiences with uh, friends of mine and other people where we, you know, get together and we just decide we're going to feel it real. And that means every conversation is coming from, the state has already been demonstrated, and it's very powerful to do that. It's like, so we go out for dinner, and the whole conversation is based on, oh, what's been happening to you lately? And the person says, oh, my gosh, you wouldn't believe that new job that I wanted. I have it, and it Mm. turned out so wonderful, Mm -hmm. and I love my new relationship, and it's so great to have my beloved in my life. And, you know, the person asks you more details, and you just go on and, stream of thought telling about how wonderful it is and because you're actually in it and you're talking about it and you're having people congratulate you on it all three really powerful experiences it gets so in your consciousness and the women that i have done this with i have watched them demonstrate so much in their life and i have too and the minute you start forgetting you know, oh my gosh, when is my good happening? When am I going to get the money I need? When is this going to, you know? You can shift that energy if you've got to feel it real, friend. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, that and can help and you I play think that to say, wait a minute, you know,
2: I I remember when I was suffering, but you know, that's not my experience now.
1: Right. And I think, you know, you're bringing up um, another really, really important thing, which is to have uh, the support from a community and for people who are, are like-minded and can help each other along the, the road. And I'll um, oh, we'll have to hold sure. the rest of that thought for a minute because we're getting ready to take another break. And we'll be right back with Reverend Jeanette. Awesome. Thank you.
4: Step out of faith, it's time to show my face. The question, nation, me down. The one I have, on. strength, courage, and wisdom. is inside of me all along.
3: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel
0: are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people underachieving with your income working your tail off without the rewards you deserve are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again Are you looking to get unstuck from the rut that has seemingly become your life? Move ahead by tuning in to Psychopedia, Life Principles to Help You Get Unstuck. Host Dr. Jeffrey Shaw and his guests will help with the encouragement you need to make that forward move. Guests include therapists, financial advisors, and more, as well as shared stories of hope from the listening audience. Psychopedia, Life Principles to Help You Get Unstuck can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The future of
3: online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today.
0: tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. We're visiting today with Rev. Jeanette Freeman from uh, Newport Beach, California, in the Soul Center, OC, and she is helping us understand today the energy of manifestation and the idea that we, I think, we're we're just beginning to to tap into. I think uh, Reverend Jeanette was the concept of community and yeah. how important that is in. Uh, raising your vibration, and certainly in the energy of manifestation. Do you want to talk a little bit about
2: that? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. You know, if you take one stick, you can break it in two, but if you take ten sticks, you cannot break it. Mm
4: -hmm. And the
2: power of community is, as far as I'm concerned, um, one of the most important and one of the most important factors in moving forward and evolving more quickly, spiritually awakening and staying in alignment with these positive principles because we become like those that we associate with and that's a given and so we cannot do this type of work which is leading edge of the evolutionary you know, people. We cannot do this alone because there's mm-hmm. so much negativity out there and we're talking about living from the insight and demonstrating consciously and co-creating. And so we have to have to have to surround ourselves in like-minded people. And we are lifted up by their efforts. So we know whenever Mm -hmm. there is a collective group, that there is a collective consciousness and everyone is lifted up. It's like all boats rise with a high tide, Mm -hmm. right? So all Mm -hmm. boats rise. Like the energy like in the Soul Center spiritual community, the energy rises through the meditation, through Mm -hmm. the message, through the music, so the energy rises. All the boats that are in that room, Mm -hmm. they rise. They rise. They go up too and everybody Mm -hmm. benefits from the consciousness work of people around them. And so to be alone and to try to do this work alone is foolish. Because mm-hmm. you're working, you know, it's like swimming upstream against the current and it's big. But right. when we get in alignment with people who are going where we want to go and in alignment mm-hmm. with their teaching where we can stand in agreement, we're able to slip into a collective field mm-hmm. and be carried and lifted up in that collective field. I can borrow from the consciousness of another. Mm-hmm. And That's certainly borrow true, from the yeah. consciousness.
1: Absolutely. And and I think, you know, um, we all have our down moments. You know, we yeah. all have our times when, you know, we're stressed or, you know, there's been a circumstance that's difficult to deal with or painful to deal with where we just don't feel like we have the strength that is necessary to go on or to get mm-hmm. into a higher vibration and i think you know when you're in community of like-minded supportive people they can hold the space for you and you know Absolutely. you can you know you can rest in that space you know right. and, and that i believe is so powerful it's like when i can't do it for myself The community helps me. The community gathers around me and supports me and carries me forward in a way that certainly if I were on my own, I would just be, you know, wherever it would take me, despair or despondent or sad and have to fight Mm -hmm. my way out of it um, instead of having the the loving, gracious support uh, that holds the space for us. Right. That's right. And that is
2: happening whether you know it or not. You know, whether, right. whether it looks like everyone's saying, okay, Linda, I'm right here praying with you and praying for you right now. That mm-hmm. may not happen. You may just walk in the door, but mm-hmm. the prayer, the collective prayer, the collective upreach, the collective mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm.
1: automatically
2: helps. Right, right. And,
1: and I think, you know, one of the things that we can do is learn to ask for that. You know, uh-huh. even if they don't say it, I can ask, I can say to right. someone, Boy, I'm down and out. I, I need you know, can you can you help me? Can you pray for me or can you just hold this space yeah. for me or whatever yeah. whatever your tradition may be, whatever your yeah. language may be. Right. You know, and that that I think is just really a, a beautiful process that that does raise everybody higher. Right. And that's a good
2: point because it's really hard for most people to ask for help.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, most Mm -hmm. people are really willing to give it, and they're willing to, you know, do kind things for somebody else, but it's hard to ask for help.
1: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so
4: it's
2: it's nice that you start to build relationships in a community so you have some people that you can say, listen, would you hold this for me? You know, that's the benefit Mm -hmm. of classes and small groups and workshops and things like that where you make friends. Right. Because then you are on the path And when you're down You can be lifted up by someone else You can reach out and ask them for their help mm-hmm. and just, you know, know, know for me the higher truth You know mm-hmm. Know for me that this is all going to work out Right And it's right. way easier to know for somebody else <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> it is. It's all working out Because <laughs> it's harder to know for yourself When you're down yeah. When yeah. you're down in yeah. the dumps <laughs> and, and I just,
1: I like that phrase Know for me, you know Yes. Just know for me, because right now I can't know for myself, so, yeah. you know, if you know for uh-huh. me. And, and right. you know, any time I've ever seen that operating or any time I've ever asked for any assistance myself, I mean, the answer comes instantly, like, of course I will. Of course, I know for you. I got you covered, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, just a really beautiful part of community. Yeah. Absolutely, and yeah. it, and it raises uh-huh. all of our vibrations higher, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as usual, um Reverend Jeanette, I feel like I could talk for hours, you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> me too. but uh, they won't let me, so <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um we're coming to the the end of this segment, and um i I want to thank you once again for um this uh, enlightening and informative visit that we've had today and um, I know that people can reach you at JeanetteMarieFreeman.com and that's J-A-N-E-T-T-E as in Jeanette Marie, and um, uh, the SoulCenterOC.com and I, I appreciate you know, the support and the time you've given us today. I love it thank you and uh, I think you'll be back uh, on April 22nd, I believe, um, when we'll be talking yes. about the land of in-between, or mm-hmm. uh, what do I do when I'm waiting for the manifestation? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> uh, Important it's a place. Yeah. Exactly. That's a, a, a challenging um, time as, as well for everybody. So, um, uh, we'll look forward to visiting with you again, and... Um, I hope everyone will tune in next week when we return to our subject of using EFT for healing. Only this time, it's going to be for our animals. Joan Rankette, Animal Communicator, will be back with us as we learn how to apply this marvelous technique for the health and well-being of our beloved pets. And I leave you today with the words of Deepak Chopra, Work is not always required. There is such a thing as sacred idleness. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
4: It's time to show my face. The me down. Look what I have